0: Welcome to the show, everybody. It's Chris Denman. We are live and it's virtual happy hour time. Our friends from Barkeep join us. We do this each and every Thursday at 4 p.m. Central. So join us. We've got lots of great guests. We do music, all kinds of fun. We also, cheers, everybody. We'll have some cocktails today. Uh, Our friend Jim O'Hare, you know him as Jerry on Parks and Rec, or Gary, or Larry, or several others, uh, will be joining us for some conversation and Mark Rose, you know him from Spitalfield. He's been on the show before. Very, very talented musician out of Chicago. And uh, he's got some years of stories to share. But just as we do each and every week, let's get the fellows from Barkeep on. My guy, Pat Joya, who knows what he has planned for us today, his beard is full. I'm sure his uh, content is more full. Uh, he always brings heat. Uh, Matt Longueville proprietor, STL Barkeep, Barkeep US, all those good things. Uh, you always bring the sunshine and happiness. Matt, how are you, sir?
1: <laughs> I'm good. How are you?
0: Uh, I'm good. You've been you've been canning drinks, and uh, you've been running all over St. Louis. How is entrepreneur life in uh, week 740 of quarantine for you, sir? Uh, it's all right. <laughs> We're making it. That's not We're, very promising.
1: No, it, yeah, I. It, like it's going to be time to change up again here in two weeks when we start to slowly uh, open up. So we've shifted concepts uh, to cocktail delivery service. You can still order those for this weekend, silverliningcocktails.com. But then, yeah, we're looking forward to maybe some face-to-face interaction, some smaller smaller gatherings here in a couple weeks. Um, So we're going to have to discuss our policies and procedures and how to keep our keep ourselves and our clients um, safe. But yeah, hope to start making cocktails for people and having some face-to-face interactions here.
0: Six what's feet though. Six feet, six of course. <laughs> what's that say about me that whenever like real life things come up, I'm always like, oh, <laughs> he said policies and procedures. That's not a thing. Like, <laughs> what's wrong with me? Uh, Pat, Joya, you, uh, you sir, you've been surviving the uh, The Tiger painting uh, lives on another day, another week, and uh, it's impressive still. Um, I know we've got some drinking, uh, <laughs> some drinks to get to. Uh, anything new in your life? How's the new motorcycle treating you? Let's update the people.
2: Oh.
0: Uh-huh. Yeah. Oh, there he is. Yeah. Pat, we got you. We missed
3: that first part. Was I out? Okay. Uh, Matt, no, I'll tell you what it's good. been a
0: busy week here and if there's a few technical hiccups today uh, Matt the producer is uh, not to blame so shout out to Matt for uh, working hard under pressure uh, Pat back to your life tell me what you've been doing
3: motorcycles going good uh, got uh, got a half of it pulled apart and found like four missing parts so that was a, a fun event and uh, outside of that slowly you know losing my mind sitting at home and you know you'll you'll it, it seems to, I, I at least I have an outlet, you know. There's these cocktails, these little videos. They they give me a place to you know let my crazy float.
0: I don't so, remember I don't remember requesting crazy, but you keep bringing it each and every
3: week,
1: and I'm not going to. I got to get down. it out somewhere. Why not Damn. on a podcast? <laughs> yeah, we should we should get you a sidecar for this motorcycle so you could be doing yes. the cocktail delivery on your motorcycle, and I, I, we could put somebody in the sidecar too. And that's just how they're delivered.
0: Pat, Can I have top, a dog. Okay, I was gonna say dog top in a sidecar. Three, top three sidecar um, uh, riders go.
3: Ooh, top three. Okay, dog definitely high on the list. Any dog, uh, or is it a particular dog? I mean, I like Siberian Huskies. They're 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 high on my list. It doesn't have to be a particular dog, you know. But I, I, even like a, a pug with goggles would probably be nice. awesome. Nice. Okay. Uh, I'm, in. I'm in. Yeah. Uh, let's see here. You're all uh, your feelings right now, Pat. What's that? I'm hurting Sawyer's, hurting really?
1: Sawyer's feelings.
3: Is okay. Sawyer dog? can come too. Sawyer's a great dog. Um, let's see here. If I had an option for people, uh, my mom would probably be a really freaking good hoot. Uh, answer. She must she she's she's be a, she's, a, she's a lunatic. Um, <laughs> she would fully admit it. I'm not saying anything that you wouldn't hear. Uh, <laughs> and then uh, let's see here. Last one. I feel like I should pick like a celebrity or something like that. But uh, Maybe Jim O'Hare. Yeah. Jim O'Hare would be. Right in the sidecar. Or Mark Brett
4: Rose. Hull? Mark yeah. Rose
0: could play guitar while you were driving yeah. right through. Uh Brett Hull, Brett Hall would work as well. You'd have to make some pit stops, but he would be a good he'd be good. I
3: don't know how many pit stops. I mean, it's one of those, as long as you keep the beer supplied, I'm sure he'd uh you know bottle things up, if you will, on along the ride. Sure. You know. Okay.
0: <laughs> uh, I want to thank everybody for tuning in. You can uh, show us some love at We Are Live Radio on all social media. And uh, Barkeep is all over social media. We've tagged them and everything. Be sure to like them, support all the stuff we're doing. It's Give STL Day uh, through our partner, By Jack. We've got shirts available, 20 bucks. They say support all bartenders. And you can actually donate when you purchase that. Every bit of that money goes to the USBG. So, It's Give STL Day. we got great bartenders like Pat here in St. Louis, and we're trying to support some people through that. So please go to buyjack.com slash we are live radio and uh, make it happen. Uh, Guys, we do have drinks to get to, but let's say hi to producer Matt real quick. Matt, how are you, sir? What's happening? You doing okay back in the control room?
1: I'm doing well. Here I am.
0: Anybody uh, anybody acting up in the comments that you Ooh. need to tell us about? Let me check
1: the comments. Let's yeah. see here. And thank
0: you guys for sharing the stream. We like keeping people busy and uh, and staying with this. So anytime you share that and uh, let other people know about it, invite your friends, uh, thank you for doing so. <laughs>
3: Shout out to Stephen Benny, who's here for the beer. <laughs> <laughs> uh,
0: Tom Brown says, damn it, Gary. And uh, then say- <laughs>
1: Catherine Krenn over on YouTube says, uh, that might be uh, german or something Gurgic. Sure. yeah gergich.
0: jerry gergich that's uh perfect. jim's character uh perfect all right well let's get to our first cocktail i'm not sure who we have up matt you want to call it out who are we seeing him first
1: oh we gotta see pat right yeah Did Pat. damn it you,
0: you, you really him.
3: want to start with this all right. Oh, right let's do it
1: oh yeah
0: damage sure. at the top of the lineup <laughs> uh here's our first cocktail uh do you want to give it a quick preview pat
3: Uh, it's a variation of an old fashioned, uh, and, uh, slightly high level of lunacy, um, is probably the best way I can put it. There it is. There's your cocktail description.
0: (laughs) Put that in St. Louis magazine. Uh, (laughs) let's see the first video. Welcome
3: back to quarantine cocktails. I'm Pat with STL Barkeep. Um, Today I've got a pretty cool little cocktail today. It's based off of a real simple one, but first I want to introduce you to my new friend I made here recently. Uh, we've all been stuck in the house, and uh, you know it's one of those things where uh, meeting new people, even seeing old friends, has been really tough. But I've managed to make a new friend uh, while I've been stuck here alone, um, and I want to introduce you to him. So um, just to let you know, I'm wearing the mask. It's part of the. You know trying to help not spread things to other people but here's my buddy i want to introduce you to him it is sock pup and paulie hey Pat. how's it going paulie oh not so bad well paulie what do you what do you want to do today i want to make some drinks well perfect man we're gonna make ourselves a old-fashioned style cocktail today with an ipa syrup really how do you make an ipa syrup well let me tell you paulie so i wrote it down here so you guys can take a look while i'm doing the rest of the video But we've got a can of an IPA, kind of your choice there. I went with kind of a a pretty heavily hopped one from Four Hands Brewery called The Incarnation. We've got half a grapefruit, squoze that in there with the the beer. Um, And then we put in about six ounces of sugar by volume. Um, We heat that up and we kind of stir it all together. And once it kind of becomes clear, you've made your syrup. So we've got an IPA syrup. So we ended up making a little more than I wanted to, but we got some here. Wow! That looks pretty tasty. It is pretty tasty, buddy. You can do all sorts of things with beer serves. You can use stout serves and things like that too. I didn't know that. Well, now you do, man. So, first things first, we're going to go ahead and put our whiskey in the glass. What kind of whiskey are you using, Pat? Well, thanks for asking. I'm using the Basil Hayden Caribbean Reserve Rye today. It's kind of sweet and vanilla-y and it goes really well against the nice bitter notes of the IPA. Good choice, man. It's looking great already. Man, I really like your style. Appreciate you today, buddy. So, after that, we're going to put in that IPA syrup I just described to you. Oh yeah, buddy. Just pour it right in there. It looks so tasty and delicious. It does look tasty and delicious. Thank you again for noticing. I you know. I do what I can, buddy. You just need a little support and a little help. So, after that, we put in a couple of dashes of pochunas bitters and a couple of dashes of orange bitters. What kind of bitters were those? Pichauds, buddy. Um, So the first one, we've got the Pichauds Aromatic Cocktail Bitters, pretty popular with Sazerac's. And then I went ahead and used the Fee Brothers Orange Bitters as well, which my bottle has kind of seen better days. Wow, it really has. So, from there, we're gonna go ahead and drop an ice cube in our mix, all right? So what we're gonna do is we're gonna go ahead and start stirring that up. So I just used the one big cube, but we're gonna get that a little bit longer than I normally would with smaller cubes or a lot more ice in there.
2: Why is that, Pat?
3: Well, you know, we want to make sure the cocktail's diluted properly, buddy. And I wanna, you know, have that little bit of water to help open up the flavors. I didn't know that. I was wondering why well, you guys always stir things on ice and everything. Yeah, well that's exactly why, man. So, can I help? You know what, Polly? Go ahead. Get in there, buddy. Alright. Uh-huh. beginner. I'll I'll give you that. You're you're getting there though. So we'll pull that out. Did I do okay? You did great, buddy. I appreciate all the help. All right. So from there, we pretty much got our cocktail bid. So now I'm going to drop cube into our rocks glass. I'm going to get our strainer. Why do you want to strain it? Well, we don't want the ice in there, buddy. Ah, that makes sense. All right. So we'll pour that on ice now. A little on the cutting board, because, you know, why not? So from there, I go ahead, grab a cherry out of here, and we'll go ahead and use the other half of the grapefruit from the syrup, dazzle it up a little bit there. All right. So do you want to try it, bud? Yeah, why not? Wow, that's delicious! Well, I'm going to try it here, too, okay? Is it all right if I pull my mask down to it? Well, I am kind of a sock, so go right at it, buddy. Appreciate you saying so, Paulie. Well, I'm going to put this back up, if you don't mind, all right?
2: doesn't matter to me at all. All
3: right, so we have our cocktail here in front of us now. Um, Just a little dazzle razzle, you know, nothing too, too crazy. But it's a spin on an old-fashioned. If you've had a few of those and you're kind of just wanting to try something different, but you really like whiskey, so I'll bring it up with us. Paul, you wanna come with? Oh, I'll come with you, buddy. Well, let's come on up. So everybody, here's what we're working with. We got our cocktail. Paulie, hi buddy. And there we are. A Little sip more for you. Oh, yeah, good. Good on you, buddy. That's really tasty, Pat. Thanks, man. Well, everybody, once again, have a great day. Thanks for having time with us. And uh, thanks for meeting Paulie. He's been a good fellow of mine for a little while now. And be safe out there.
0: Thank you. Love you. Wow, Pat Joya, everybody. Are you proud? Of, oh, and look, a surprise <laughs> appearance! Uh, hey, wow. There, so you've been oh, sorry. Uh, You've been part, you part of this. Yeah. Do you want to host this show, Polly? I can't show my face <laughs> on here ever again. This we have. We Sinbad has been in this studio, and you besmirch. <laughs> This show's good name with a sock puppet. We had Jackie Joyner-Cursey,
3: and you you bring a sock puppet onto this show? Pat, that was
0: fantastic. Great work. Uh,
3: I, I promised a sock puppet last week. I wanted to be a hair more theatric, but I've actually had the opportunity to work a bit this week, so... Uh, It turns out just me talking to myself worked out great. (laughs) Okay.
0: Well, that's a very relative term, but we're going to let you have it. (laughs) Uh, Matt, will your video later on in the show before we see Mark Rose, uh, will that be anywhere near as theatrical?
1: Definitely not.
0: Okay, great. (laughs) Uh, As much fun as it is hanging out with the barkeep, guys. Cheers, by the way. Pat and uh, sock puppet, great work. Cheers. Um, We're going to talk to our first guest. I believe he's queued up. Okay, if I can get a thumbs up, we'll, uh, we'll bring Jim in. Uh, we'll talk to Jim in just a minute. Uh, real quick, uh, remind everybody, Matt, Silverlining Cocktails. What's the website? How do people order the canned cocktails for delivery?
1: Silverliningcocktails.com. Uh, there's the actual silver lining series is available to order until the end of the night tonight. That's a set of four canned cocktails that we'll deliver to you tomorrow. And then there's also uh, batch cocktails now in the store, which are, uh, you get six cocktails for 36 bucks. They come in glass containers with instructions on how to serve them. Uh, We'll show you one of those in the video later. And those are going to be delivered on Saturday. Perfect. Uh, you order both Silver Lining and the batch, you'll go ahead and get it a day early. You'll get them on Friday.
0: Nice work. Uh, I'm excited to uh, dive more into the cocktail scene with you guys, but we're going to go ahead and bring on our guest. You've seen him on many different things, but Parks and Recreation might be. Hello, it's the real deal himself. Jim, we talked about this. Uh, You were kind of, I believe you're at like three years. So is this, quarantine's been rough on you, huh, ma'am? Oh, shit. I'm
4: I'm hearing hearing voices. Hello,
0: Jim. I'm hearing voices. Oh, Jim, it's your Lord. buddy Chris. It's Chris? Oh, man. Hmm. Oh God. Jim. Oh this, God, Chris. We tested this Chris. earlier. You promised you wouldn't drink. This is uh Ten years sober today. I don't think that's how it works, Jim. Um wow. This is this is tough, man. You just did the, the reunion and seemed like things were what going were okay. Doing?
4: What? <sighs> For the radio. Okay. S- okay. Hey okay. Jim. I'm back. You guys, I was doing a drunk bit. Wasn't that something? (laughs) Yeah. I just want to clear something up. So I've done Kimmel. I've done Seth Meyers. I've done Jimmy Fallon. And now I'm working with a hand puppet. So I like the trajectory of my career. I like, I like what's happening. I, I really enjoy it. You know what i
0: congratulate you on your many successes and you know you, you started at a radio station
4: and it looks like your career ends on a podcast so there exactly it is. first of all you guys i love this whole concept uh virtual cocktail hour is the best I love a good hand puppet. I have certainly soaked a sock or two in my. Day. Oh, wait a minute. Uh, anyway, different topic. I'm sorry. What was your question? What did you ask me? I'm, I, I uh, let's just dive right into the fart attack. If this is the way you're going to go with yes, things, this there, is Jim. The way to go. Yes. Yes. Yeah. Let's.
0: We should. We should come up with our own wacky FM morning show. We could kind of flesh that out as well. Yeah. Uh, yeah. If you got, get if a whole five
4: people, I'll get right back to you on that. Oh, thank you so much. You're generous. Boom.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Generous guest, Jim O'Hare joining. You guys know him uh, from Parks and Rec. Also, very busy in many different facets of life, especially uh, the drinking facet. Obviously, during uh, during this COVID quarantine, you're in Los Angeles. Uh, All kidding aside, you look showered. The hair's got a nice flow. Uh, You look to be handling things quite well. And then again, too, with this cherry on top of your life happening right now.
4: Uh, I yeah, think that we're heading in the right direction. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know what? You know, the episode of Seinfeld where, um, you know, uh, uh, Elaine decides if somebody is sponge worthy, you know, sure. whether she'll screw them. I'm now I base everything at are people shower worthy. Yeah. And I'll have, you know, you made it. <laughs> I showered. You're too I good to me. Shower. Thank yes, you. Yes, I am good to you. Yeah. We- so I did shower. Uh, it's been too, I, I will officially be trapped. As the twelfth of this month, I, it'll be two months, and I've been trapped. And, and by you, that, I mean what I'm supposed to do. <laughs> right, I are doing it too. So, are you
0: are you really hunkering down? I mean, did you did the film crew? Did they send things to you? Like your your setup looks great, by the way. We have a lot of different guests on. Oh. You're you must be a real tech expert because this is a this is a clear picture and great sound. So Jim O'Hare, tech guy, is uh, right up your alley.
4: Dude, I am the worst tech guy in the whole. World, I just happened to have the other day. I'm. This is going to sound gross, but I was in the pool, looking at my computer, Tell and it more. started going. Zuh, 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 zuh. It started making this noise. Cut to the chase. It died on me. It was gone. So I think the only reason it's good is it's a brand new Mac, and it just. I think it it's clean. I, I didn't. The screen isn't a mess. I think that's the only reason it looks good. So how, and you- the gift of this face. I mean, I I brought the goods. Yes. Do you normally masturbate in
0: the pool? Like,
4: that's, oh, I mean, yes. that's, okay. Oh, my God. So many pregnancies when people leave my house, and now they don't know it. But those babies come out with hair in their back, and we know it's mine. I think Vince yeah. Vaughn did a movie like that or something. I can't remember the exact <laughs> yes. premise. With Chris Pratt.
0: Oh, with Chris Pratt, you know. That's
4: right, The boy, yes, yes, yes
0: uh congrats to your boy and
4: congrats to yeah, all of you for masturbating so- the pool what, what are we getting at
0: here i don't know why you have to be defensive i thought it was a perfectly normal question i've participated no, it is
4: but you, you made it almost sound like i was doing something wrong and that's very offensive listen jim yeah. i, I <laughs> we've known each <laughs> other pool, many years the gym the grocery store you know if you get the urge come on do your thing buddy the yeah uh- <laughs> yeah i got a mask on no one knows who i am anymore <laughs> You wear your mask. That's it. You you have your. Do you have to tighten it up to get there? Yeah, I'll just tighten it up. Do my job. Do what I got to do, and get the hell out of there. Yes. By the time the cops get there, no one knows. They have no idea who I am.
0: And when he says his pool, it's three houses down, and he's been asked to leave several times. Oh yeah, I don't have a pool, but my neighbors do. Yes. <laughs> Uh, let's let's talk about this a successful run i i a quick mention of a radio career i found it uh, i found you to be extremely entertaining obviously in the acting realm and on the series parks and recreation you have several other credits to your name you've done a lot of work in your day but i did find this super interesting uh, a guy that's been really nice to us adam Carolla you co are you filled in after being a guest it, it was it was just very entertaining and i don't know if this is just my bias coming through sometimes actors can't can't work with that i'm sure you're uh, you have a good impro- uh, improvisational background but you did a great job podcast hosting and i know it probably sounds yeah. weird with all the credits to your name but i just i wanted to say that because it, it always made me want to just actually have a conversation with you not just be like hey hit me on the press junket let's talk about the new right. parks and rec thing but uh, you seem like a super instant guy and i think that's because you probably had your uh, your face kicked in a few times coming up the uh, up the ranks
4: yeah, thanks. I tell you, that was a very incredibly nerve wracking time because my publicist calls and he goes, dude, they want you to fill in for Adam Carolla. I'm like, what? Like Carolla, you know, because a lot of podcasts out there, uh, but his is it's Adam Carolla's podcast and he's a great guy. I did his movie. Um, you know, so we have a gr- good relationship. I had guested it a couple of times on the show, so it was all great. But that's a different that's a different beast. Now I am I I do have an improv background. I trained at Second City. Um, I was in a comedy group for many years. So I don't know. I, I and I I tend to, you know, that tends to be a strong point. I guess here and there, it's helped me out. Um, but then you get there and you got Bald Brian. He's got your back. I mean, they really they took good care of me, uh, and we did have a lot of fun. And apparently it went well. So I was happy about that. Uh, but it, it's, it's a whole different, it's a different beast. Cause you know, I'm in a world where people hand me a script. I learn right. it. I bring whatever I bring to it and they like it or not. And they direct me and they do this. This is free flow. This is just the, uh, whatever's hitting this pathetic noggin of mine. Um, and, and the other thing is people who don't know me because of what they've seen me play on television, Jerry Gergich and a lot of, you know, when you're this, um, kind of cherubic Irish face. People think you're like the sweetest man in the whole world. Well, I, you know, I generally go blue. Like if something is, if something can go dirty, I'm probably going to go that route. It's just what I find funny. Uh, and so there was a lot of people like, Holy shit. Did he really just <laughs> like say that? But yeah. Cause Jim O'Hare, he, he goes blue. Yeah. I did a talk at some college in, um, where the hell was I? Uh, in Boston, uh, I forget which college, but in this, you know, it's an hour long Q and a, and afterwards they can come up for pictures. And this one girl comes up and I, she looked distraught and I said, is everything okay? And she said, you were much dirtier than I expected. And I really crushed her. Like I had broken her heart and I felt terrible, but then I'm like, well, I mean, I can't feel too bad. That's a character from television that you love. And I love that you love him. I love that character too. If only I could be such a good human being as that character that they wrote. Uh, But I broke that girl's heart. So then I slapped her and I said, get over it, bitch.
0: Classic Jim O'Hare. Cut the feed. Cut the feed. Let's get rid of it. Let's get this. We can't do this. (laughs) <laughs> uh, the success of the show. I, I mean, I'm sure you've answered a question or a line of questions similar to this. There, no way in hell. Well, maybe, maybe because you had folks from the office coming over. Did you? I'm sure you were excited when you landed the role, and then it felt like uh, as things moved on, all the characters developed, and everybody got their piece of the pie. As far as the success of the show, or what? Let's just we'll keep the, rolling down this. Were you at all taken aback by the longevity of Parks and Recreation? And when did you think it would end? For like starting at the bidding day one, somebody's got a gun to your head and they say you have to bet on when this show ends. How long do you think it would have yeah. lasted? A uh,
4: couple just quick moments to get to that point. Number one, when I auditioned, I auditioned for Ron Swanson because Jerry didn't exist, so they were bringing everybody in with the uh, basically the reading the the Ron Swanson role, which you know, the thought of anybody other than Nick Offerman, and he was always their guy, as he should have been. I mean, he's, hes that's the perfect Ron Swanson. So uh, apparently they liked something in the room, and then they brought me back for this, because now they have to fill the office. You know, they got their main characters. But my agents actually said, you need to think about this. You might not want to do it, because they're being very honest with us, and they're saying, we don't know what's going to happen to you. Uh, m- maybe nothing. We don't know. We're just going to, we don't know. And we have these six main characters we have to service. So, but in my brain, it, it, cause I'd been working a lot at that point And I, she's like, you don't want to feel like an extra. And I said, I know, but look what happened to those people on the office, mm-hmm. your Kevin and your Phyllis and your Stanleys, uh, and, you know, and your Oscars, to me, it was a no brainer. So it starts. Um, and, Retta and I, who played uh, Donna on the show, both of us, we, as well as Chris Pratt, we were not regulars at right. first. We were just guesting every week because they did not know what was going to happen. And apparently one of the producers said to the other one, put O'Hara at a desk, it'll work out. <laughs> uh, and it did. So, But as far as the longevity, to this day, I'm blown away by this. Because what a lot of people don't understand, because they think, oh, you guys were such a big hit. In certain respects, we were. We won a Peabody Award. Uh, Time Magazine called us the show of the decade, or some like wonderful thing, or the year, whatever they did. Some wonderful stuff. We were Critics' Choices all over. But where we weren't good are the ratings, and ultimately, that's what it all comes down to. And so, dude, every year we sweated it out. Are we coming back? Are we coming back? Are we coming back? And we never knew. And then uh, Amy found out that. Season four, the two big head honchos from NBC got on a plane in New York, heading back to LA. In the middle of that flight, we were canceled. They pulled us off the schedule. By the end of the flight, we were back on. So it's also tenuous, you know, how this whole business even works. But I can tell you, we are more popular now than when we did it, which is mind-boggling. But, you know, Netflix and Hulu, and I I turn on the TV, we're on a couple of stations during the day. uh, It really... And here, I'm going to say something that's going to be so gross, and it's very Jerry-like, but I'm going to say it, so get ready to, everyone can put vomit emojis up. I think the reason the show has lasted as long as it has, as far as in in people's hearts and minds, is because there was so much love off camera, and I think it showed on camera. I think you couldn't take off, we couldn't separate what was happening off camera, which was us enjoying each other and being given amazing scripts week after week and getting to play together every day. So you know I know that's corny and all that kind of stuff, but I really believe that's why the show still has the legs that it has. So never did I think it would go as long as it has. Amy's wish from the beginning, she had said, never thinking it would happen, because I told you every year we were on the bubble. She said, I'd love to get seven seasons. And we got them, we got all seven. And then Amy and Mike Shore, NBC let them make the decision what do you guys want to do? Do you want to continue? Do you want to wrap it up? And Amy and Mike, you know, after a lot of back and forth, uh, decided let's go out without people saying, "Oh, is that thing still on?" Because some shows go too long. Sure. You know, they just do. Um, and so it ended right when Amy wanted it to end, and we were all on board because she was our fearless leader from day one. And if there's one thing you trust, it's your fearless leader. And we, she's the best. What a great story. Uh, oh, geez. if I told it, i know it's a great story. Anyway, what's next? Huh? Come on. <laughs> oh, what's I was going to
0: talk about your humble Midwest uh, upbringing or your time in Chicago. Our musical guest, Mark Rose, is based in Chicago. I'm sure there are yeah. plenty of things. Real quick, Second City, your time there. Uh, give us a quick look into uh, some of your classmates or, or fellow performers when you were there. Were you there with anyone that uh, you know could still uh, polish your shoes? What's going on?
4: Yeah. Well, the thing is I trained there. I never worked there. Like a lot of people they will say, Oh, Jim, you're a second city guy. I'm a second city trained. I never worked on any of their stages. So I was not worthy of that. I mean, those guys, some of those guys to this day, I look at, like I got to do a, I did a comedy panel with uh, uh, Dave Piscuese and Michael McCarthy a couple of years ago at the Chicago film festival. I could barely speak uh, because to be between the (laughs) two of them who in my mind are geniuses, like, comic improvisational geniuses. Um, I, I just certainly didn't feel worthy. But Second City changed everything for me for two reasons. One, my first class, first day, and this is many years ago, because, you know, I'm almost 35 now. You're pushing it. You're pushing it. <laughs> yeah, I know. I know. Anyway, my first day, I'll never forget, I got on that stage. Just a cl- it was during class. It was the main stage at Second City where people like Belushi had been and John Candy and amazing people. And I got that first laugh and I really, something clicked. And I said, this is because I was, I was scrambling at that point in my life. What do I want to do? How am I going to earn a living? What's going to happen? It clicked. Now it didn't click thinking I'd ever make a living off of it, but it clicked that I have to do this. This is going to feed my soul. Uh, And it did. So Second City gave me that. And then it gave me, my comedy group that changed everything because we are all still tight to this day, 30-something years later. One of the guys in it wrote a play that I brought me to L.A., which got me agents and managers. So uh, Second City brought me everybody. It really did that's that's so inspiring to hear and
0: i think that's something that the people need to hear because the creative pursuit is not always uh, doesn't always end up on network television but the uh- oh
4: dude and believe me there were years oh my god it was not like oh i like i found what i like to do and now i'm i make a lot of money oh hell no hell no i would be working all day long in chicago at some job downtown do theater at night because that's how you had to do it. And then yeah. you'd lose money because no one's paying you. You'd have to help paint the sets and build the sets. No, it's, um, I, so many actors will say, Oh, I'm thinking about going in this. And, and my immediate thing is if it's a passion, number one, you have no choice. I think you have to really try to, but I mean, a passion where, you know, you might be working other jobs. The, you, Cause the actors who go, well, no, I mean, I can't do anything because I need to be available for uh, auditions and stuff. Well, Yeah but you got to pay your bills. So anyway, but if it's a passion, it's in your gut you have no choice. And there's an old saying, and this is another corny moment that, you know, I, it is true though. Uh, if you love what you do, you never work a day in your life. And I really believe that. And I love what I do. So I moved to LA. I always had to work when I was in Chicago to make to pay my bills. But once I moved to LA and believe me, there were some tough years, but in general, I always made enough off of acting that I never had to do anything else So I haven't had a job since 1994.
0: (laughs) That's fantastic, and that lines right up with your 35 years of age too. So, isn't
4: that something? How that works? Yeah. And also, another reason it was good that I could do that because it turns out people don't. If you're a waiter, they don't like balls of sweat in their food. So, typically look down. Typically, they don't. Yeah. So if people would say, "Can I have some salt?" I would go.
0: Did you ever cool down and do the uh did you ever get caught standing in the in the walk-in freezer and people walk in like what are you doing in here
4: and you're just yeah. cooling down? Just living. Yeah, <laughs> no no, I never I, I never could have been a waiter. No, it, w- it would not have been good. God bless him. God well, I'm glad him. I'm glad you, know, you, took very the path you took Yes, you you, yeah.
0: you are and we're fortunate to have you today. I don't want to keep you much longer, but I am going to force you to come back and let's do a longer conversation, man. There's a lot to talk about.
4: Yeah, I don't think you have enough money.
0: But I don't think so, uh either.
4: Yeah, how is this working? Venmo or what are we doing for this? hundred grand? I cut the feed. Oh, oh uh, boy, that's what. Oh, as long as they can't hear me. Hey, shut the fuck up! I'm doing a podcast, you assholes. Where does Jerry? Uh,
0: Ger- where does Jerry Gergich <laughs> rank all time for you? For uh, first sitcom? I had a I had a very funny. And this, he's a name that you'll see soon, I'm sure, on a national level. He just put a comic, uh, comedy album out. His name is Rafe Williams. He's a very funny comic from here. He texted me and he said, "How'd you get, How'd you get Jim? That's great." <laughs> and uh, and I didn't I didn't tell him about our side deal with uh, man, that's going to be tough when I go to L.A. to be in that pool with you. But uh, he oh, did mention be tough,
4: my friend. Yes.
0: yes. He, f- he mentioned he was dead serious. He felt you were one of the most your characters, one of the most underappreciated uh, sitcom characters yeah. of uh, of the last 20, 30 years. Do you feel that uh, that Jerry ranks up there?
4: I don't know. I, I don't know. I, I first of all, I, I'm i sure a therapist could do years on me. I'm not good with compliments. Thank you. That's very nice. Uh, I love Jerry. Uh, he's a sweet man. Uh, you know, he he fumbles, he bumbles. But ultimately, if, if the world had a lot of more Jerry's in it, it, it would probably be a sweeter place. But I, first of all, the fact that like, I'll read things that People I respect will call Parks and Recreation one of the greatest sitcoms ever. That blows my mind because I'm a TV guy. I was raised on television. I love television. There are certain shows I obsess over. So to think that I had a small part in a show that might be that for other people still blows my mind. So I don't know. Uh, uh, thank you, though. It's very nice. I got, I'm supposed to say when I get a compliment, thank you. So well, thank you. Here, let me help you. I just, just want I- I- to... Thank you. <laughs> I want to remind you, it was texted to me. I don't
0: personally feel that. So we don't have to have oh, some sort of a emotional connection.
4: I'm so glad because the, what, where I rank you in my life, woo, woo. Yeah, that'd be we're, we're yeah. on the same page. Uh, we're on the same page. No, that's, I think that's healthier.
0: It, it really is healthier. Is. Hey, you know what? Our friends at St. Louis Counseling, we've got a great uh, counseling place that we work with here in St. Louis. It's Give STL Day. Show them some love, people. And uh, if you donate yeah. – Donate in Jim O'Hare's name because he, uh, Please. maybe we could <laughs> donate some, Donating some. Jim
4: O'Hare's name, he needs a lot of work. He does, he certainly does. Jim, he I'm gonna let you work. get
0: out of here, man. You've, uh, you've got a lot of work to do around the house, I'm sure. Uh, <laughs> got...
4: wait, I have to put time to pause once I have to turn my mic off. I said <laughs> shut up, anyway. Thank uh, you. yeah, I got it back on now. Okay, uh, <laughs> I'm kidding, I'm here alone. For oh, people Crazy, who is he talking to? <laughs> You want me to do one of those uh,
0: those clickbait headlines that say uh, that will we'll summarize this? Where, like, uh, Parks and Rec star says he is for uh, domestic violence against women and screams at people in his home while masturbating in yeah. his neighbor's pool and drinking excessively. Yeah, go for it.
4: Whatever works.
0: Uh, here, let's try and do the, uh, let's do this. Or, am I right?
4: Oh. Nope. There you go. Are we gonna... Cheers. Cheers. Did we do that? Yeah. Oh, oh, there we go. There we go. Boom. Yeah, 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 yeah. Something like that. Mm-hmm. Mm. It is
0: 9 a.m. in ah. Los Angeles, if you guys are paying attention. so uh, well, j- I, have, I haven't
4: been to bed in two days, so there's no rules classic jim o'hare uh <laughs> that is classic o'hare i'll tell you that yeah. o'hare will
0: get you uh jim okay, is but it, that's
4: a serious, no this is really fun you guys i know i've been obnoxious probably but it's really been a lot of fun you're a blast and
0: what how can we support i've blasted out the social media you guys follow him jim uh i know you're continuing tv projects is there anything that we can uh, send people to to keep supporting you
4: i just um the show that i've been doing lately just wrapped tuesday night our our the end of the season called Bless This Mess. Dax Shepherd, Lake Bell. Oh, uh, God, a whole bunch of great people. Uh, Pam, Greer can, Pam you give, Greer. can you give Lake my number? Yeah, she talks about you all the time. Thank you. Yeah. Thank you. Mostly through her attorney, if you know what I mean.
0: It's We have a playful back and forth. No, it's it's it playful.
4: Yeah, yeah. You'll be hearing from her soon, as a matter of fact. Okay. Yeah. No, she's <laughs> awesome. You want to talk about a workhorse? I'm sure. God bless. She's a mom. She's a producer. She's an actress, and she does it all, and she nails it. Yeah, she's been uh, doing high quality work for a while now. So good stuff. Awesome. Good, good, folk. Well,
0: the, you're a good folk yourself. Come back sometime. We'll we'll, uh, we'll talk some more, Jim. Honestly, thank you so much. Your work's great, and what a pleasure to have you. Thank you for coming. On, this was
4: my pleasure. And you guys, I'm loving this whole show. I, I truly love the puppet. <laughs> I really do. He's yeah. gonna do I it love again now. <laughs> Have a good one.
0: Take care. Jim O'Hare. Take take care, care, buddy. Uh, Wow. Your puppet got praised by the great Jim O'Hare. Pat, congratulations.
3: (laughs) Super happy about it. Uh,
0: Again, follow Jim. We've, We've posted all his social links. We still have Mark Rose left to play some music. Let's throw to our next cocktail video. Get that going. And then we'll have Mark Rose play some tunes, chat it up. Everybody that's tuning in, thank you. That was a great interview. So much fun with Jim. Enjoy our next cocktail from Barkeep.
1: Purchase this cocktail uh, over at our online store and we'll deliver it to your house on Saturday. Uh, It's 36 bucks, you get a batch of six cocktails. All you'll have to do is uh, pour them over ice when you get them. Uh, So we're gonna start with our cheapest ingredient first. Uh, We're gonna use some lime juice. We're gonna do just a half ounce of lime juice. We've got a strawberry syrup. We'll do three quarter ounces of that strawberry syrup. I'm going to do one big dash of these uh, Bitterman's less Bitters, and then I infused this effin vodka for about 24 hours with some hibiscus flowers It turned this, this nice purple as you can see. We're going to do one and a half ounces of that hibiscus infused effin. I'm gonna throw some ice cubes in here. We're going to go ahead and shake this up. it's starting to get hot outside I'm gonna leave a little bit of the uh, ice chunks just floating in here. Didn't use a fine strainer today, just did it the old-fashioned way. And then for garnish just gonna do a nice healthy lemon peel, brighten it up. Express those oils on the top. I'm just gonna lay it in the glass like so. Order these silverliningcocktails.com. We'll bring them to your house on Saturday.
0: Wow, delivery, and they look that pretty when you're pouring them out. Nice work, Matt. I uh, we jumped right into the video. Uh, do you want to give people a quick recap of what was in there? That was awesome
1: so that's a a twist on a classic uh gimlet um with hibiscus infused uh vodka uh strawberry syrup some lime juice Uh, the burlesque bitters is like black pepper and hibiscus also and then yeah so we're gonna have have those we have them for sale already you can get them delivered on saturday and all you'll have to do is open them up pour them over ice or if you want to pour them in a nice cocktail glass like that. And then, uh, we're even going to have some garnishes included, um, trying to get some pretty edible flowers from one of the farms we work with here. Um, hopefully those will be delivered tomorrow and then be with everybody's cocktails on Saturday.
0: That's exciting. I like that a lot. And it's not just because Pat, uh, turned me on to the world of flower cocktails, but, uh, way to go guys. That's a very, uh, a very pleasant del- offering that you're, putting out for the good people of st louis um we got uh, some music to get to uh you just mentioned how people can order you can get the delivery stuff um i just want to remind people again huge thanks to st louis counseling for uh working with us they do mental health hangout every thursday it's a mental health panel uh and you can still give to them today for give stl day uh, great partners of ours and uh, love working with them they do great work here in the community uh you guys want to hear some tunes what do you think huh close out the show with mark rose uh joining us now live on we are live's virtual happy hour with stl barkeep uh, friend of the show you knew him from spitalfield his name is mark rose jumping on mark what's up man look at that hair
5: hey chris how are you
0: uh, i'm a lot better now uh did you get to tune in for uh, jim o'hare
5: I did. That was really great. That was he's, great. What a what a fun, what a fun interview.
0: <laughs> he's a character, man. I uh, I really appreciated talking to him. I know you're you're a fan of comedy and and just good things. So I figured I was happy that you were uh, you were on the horn too.
5: Yeah, and I loved hearing about you know training at Second City and all that. Like that's that's so cool. Like I I noticed that he went to Loyola, and you know I don't know. I, I love the Chicago connection.
0: Absolutely, uh, right down the street. Are you? Uh, are you thinking you're a huge Bears fan? Is the NFL going to come back normal? <laughs>
5: uh, well, not normal, but yes, it will come back. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, I am a huge Bears fan.
0: That's yeah. true. I'm I'm curious if that's gonna if they're gonna have any kind of a modified thing. Those people want the every penny, in the NFL. <laughs> oh, <laughs> so yeah. Bad. So I'm I'm curious to yeah. see what's happening. Um, Mark, real quick, uh, obviously uh, I've been a fan uh, since the Spitalfield days. You're a solo artist, you stay super busy. You would normally be on tour right now. Uh, I know we're gonna hear some songs from you, but what have you been up to? And then is yeah. there, what's the best way, let's get people in on this, to, uh, to listen to you, to support you. Uh, I know you stay very busy, pandemic or not.
5: Yeah, yeah, well for starters, thanks for having me on the virtual happy hour. This is really cool, it's a great setup. Uh, I messaged Barkeep and asked if they would airdrop me a cocktail. Um, it has not arrived yet. It's it supposedly is coming, so it's okay. not arrived yet. So I'm stuck having Tang yeah. um, or whatever I've got here. <laughs> but yeah, no, I, I was supposed to be out on the road. I mean, like like so many other musicians, I'm like figuring out how to you know how to weather this. Um, you know this this whole thing is surreal. Um, and I, I've been trying to keep busy and like keep focused on the things that I can control, which is like, you know, creating, um, doing a lot of writing, um, the platform, the custom song platform that, you know, I, I co-founded that I run, you know, downright. It's been really cool to see artists getting support through that platform and yeah, like house projects and whatever else, trying to get outside for, you know, at least an hour every day. I mean, remind myself that <laughs> I'm alive and that sun- <laughs> The sun still shows up.
0: <laughs> it exists in Chicago. Uh, Downright, let's tell people about that. It's a really unique platform.
5: Yeah, Downright. Um, so that's W-R-I-T-E. Downright is a website where you can go and uh, commission a songwriter to create an original recording for you. And you like provide the backing story and the inspiration and yeah, directly support that artist, but also help keep that artist creative and um, writing songs they otherwise would not have written. So the community is growing. There's, you know, close to just over 400 artists on the platform right now. And, you know, a couple thousand unique uh, songs have been created through it. So you can go check it out. You can browse artists. Um, I'm on there
0: if you want to hire me. (laughs) (laughs) To make a, maybe we'll get like a quarantine anthem for uh, for some folks. I think that people should get that up. Uh, We've actually had
5: quarantine anthems written. It's happened. I'm sure. It's one of the, yeah, people need something, something to help get them through, you know?
0: Connecticut. well cool well i don't want to hold you back uh you're here to play some tasty licks sir what uh what do you have on deck for us man
5: yeah okay so throughout you know this uh shutdown i i've been kind of trying to figure out how i wanted to do some live stream performances and um after having done my first one last month i decided i wanted to do a small series of shows in may uh each each of which would have a different unique theme so uh, next thursday on my facebook page which you know it's just mark rose uh, you can find it at facebook uh mark rose music um i'm going to be doing a an all covers set but it's specifically an all 90s cover set and the reason i chose that is because um it was in the 90s that you know um, i first really felt a, a deep connection to music and and wanted to start a band and you know all these artists that you know inspired me to uh, pick up a guitar and to learn how to play music and to want to be in a band. Um, so I figured I'd like to give some of those songs my own interpretation, my own arrangement and spin. So the first song I want to play um, is a Stone Temple Pilots song, uh, R.I.P. Scott Weiland.
0: Look at this. Look at Mark Rose getting down on some Stone Temple Pilots. Mm-hmm. Take it away, buddy. You got it. This one's uh, Big Empty.
2: so I can hear a little better. Driving faster in my car Falling farther from just what we are Smoke a cigarette and last some more These conversations kill Falling faster in my car Time to take her home, her dizzy hair is conscience-lating Time to take her out, it leaves today, no conversation Time to take her home, her dizzy hair is conscience leading. Time to wait too long, to wait too long, to wait too long It leaves today, her name is what it means Too much walking souls worn thin Time to take her home, her dizzy head Is conscience lady. Time to catch her right It leaves today, no conversation Time to take her home, her dizzy head it's contemplating time to wait too long. To wait too long. To wait too long. These conversations kill. These conversations kill. These conversations. Yeah,
0: Great work, sir. Mark Rose covering some Stone Temple Pirates. again. You can uh, definitely check out uh, Mark Rose's music page. He's doing uh, a cover set, and that's next week. Which day, Marks are? Yeah, that's
5: on Thursday at six thirty central. I'll be live for yeah, doing all you know all, all '90s songs. So you know, Stone Temple Pilots is in there. Uh, there's a lot of good stuff in there.
0: <laughs> so you were you were signed to uh, what turned into. A, a bigger label at, uh, in your teenage years. Correct.
5: Uh, well, you're talking about spitalfield time into victory. Yeah, sure. Yeah. Um, yeah, we, uh, I was 19. Um, so yeah, the end of my teenage years, <laughs> <laughs>
0: that's, that's just absurd to think about, but I guess, uh, once you kind of got on the, I guess the record label tour route, did you run into uh, any of your heroes playing festivals or out and about, who was the first uh, big band that you kind of were like, oh, uh, us kids are uh, out here on the road and running into these kind of people. What? Who was that first band that uh, kind of took you back to be like, oh, shoot, they just walked by and we're playing the same festival or even the same place beforehand?
5: Yeah, well, you know, th- there was a variety of, of different types of tours we were doing and, you know, all different levels, you know, from when we were like headlining, like, you know, small clubs uh, and church basements and stuff like that. And then like getting to support larger artists uh, on some bigger clubs and theaters and stuff like that. And, you know, like the festival circuit is where it got kind of real wild where you'd be like, you know, technically on the same bill with artists you look up to. But um, there was a tour we did um, opening for Sugar Cult. And I mean, I was a bit starstruck by them because, you know, especially that, album start static like you know when, when i was in uh, college you know going to school like for my first couple of years doing music composition and stuff that record it come out and it meant a lot to me and then to get to a point with the band a few years later you know where we would be opening for them for you know a number of weeks every night um i was you know really floored by that but um Yeah, just getting to tour with some people you really look up to and, you know, there's all different types of tours, you know, and like it's a long time and you're on the road and it's like you're kind of, you're a family out there. So you're going to have, you know, fights and highs and lows and all that, but you know, the types of tours where you would want to watch, you know, the other artists perform every night and kind of geek out a little bit or air drum along from like side stage or wherever watching the show every night (laughs) because you know i love i love music and i love performing and touring but i mean it can be tiring and it can be you know i don't know you try not to get jaded out there and then you land a tour where you're like oh my gosh you know i get to (laughs) watch some bands that i love like we did a alternative press tour and spring of 2005 and minus the bear was on that tour and it was like well i know what i'm doing every night during their <laughs> set i'm watching it
0: <laughs> i i can't remember if i told you this the last time you were on the building that we're in currently i definitely saw minus the bear downstairs when it was a, a rock club uh a long time oh, cool. ago so yeah absolutely what, uh, what,
5: yeah I, well i've been in the studio with you what 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 venue was that i guess i don't remember uh, talking about that
0: i think it was called plush uh, okay. Here in St. Louis, yeah. So I think you definitely played it, or were part of a tour that came through because I'm thinking Cursive and Minus the Bear bands like that were coming through. So that would have sure. I mean, t- I got that. a
5: lot of St. Louis memories for sure, <laughs> starting with Creepy Crawl One and then Creepy Crawl Two. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Mississippi Nights was a great venue. Um, Fantastic venue.
0: Old Rock House still lives. Uh, those are the I think the same people. That's a great venue too. Shout out to Old Rock House. So, cool. Yeah. yeah. But we're excited to get you back in St. Louis. Let's keep the people uh, fed, if you will. What's uh, what's your next song, man?
2: Yeah,
5: cool. Uh, this next tune is uh, from a solo record I released a few years ago called The Wild Type. The song is called Georgiana. And if you yeah, if you like it, check it out. It's on you know all the streaming platforms and whatnot. Um, and I, yeah, my web store, I've got vinyl copies and all that, you know. Oh, uh,
0: people, get out there and get that vinyl. So, all right. to we'll Georgiana? Yeah, Thanks, go, Mark. Georgia, you bet.
2: Where did you go? Are you still around here or taking to? Southbound 65 leading you home, windows down and country radio. Well, it's eight hours to Nashville and four more to Atlanta. If I skip out at work early, I can meet to Georgiana, Georgiana. I should know if you're coming right back off Chicago's just too cold, if you're climbing out windows knocking on his door, you say you're just friends but I can't know for sure. Well it's eight hours in Nashville to Atlanta. If I skip out on work early, I can meet you Georgiana, Georgiana. If it's only four states to bring me back to you. these 24 hours round trip, I would to know anything. Because that's what lovers do. States to bring me back to you. I'm holding all my breath now. Think this out. I'm saving no my words, thoughts, keep them down. If this is how it feels to love, I don't want to learn. Five leading you home, windows down and country
0: radio. When is that voice due back in heaven? My gosh, Mark Rose bringing it home, hey. Georgiana. Go get that vinyl on the website, people. That was fantastic, can I add, man. Can I
5: add that quote to my bio? That was Please. a great little, little press <laughs> nugget you gave me.
0: Please do, if we can call this press, Mark. Yes, yeah, please. Yeah, I, I sign off on that fully. Uh, <laughs> that was great. That was so good. Uh, Matt, our uh, producer in here, is very big into music, and he's in here, like, bouncing around the studio. We're all enjoying it, man. So I hope everybody's oh. enjoying this at home. Shout out to, uh, to the Chicago folks and uh, Spitalfield fans in the comments. Uh, nice of you all to tune in. Appreciate you checking out Mark here on uh, We Are Live and uh, Virtual Happy Hour. So uh, I am curious... Um, when like today and nobody, I personally, I don't think anybody knows anything. Maybe, you know, something that I don't know. When do you feel like if you had to say, I'll be back out on the road, when are you going to be comfortable? And then when would people want you back out on the road? Um, well, I, I guess, I guess
5: I would say that I expect things to eventually open, but to open very slowly you know and and with with you know each each market each state kind of having its own rules in place about you know uh, the capacity that venues are going to be allowed to have and the type of like spacing and distancing that has to happen within that um but i think it's going to get kind of creative and innovative you know and you know these these situations kind of force folks to do things differently um and You know, I mean, I look forward to that. I look forward to getting back out there. I mean, the hardest thing, uh, you know, about not being on the road, aside from like, you know, not working, which is, you know, difficult for songwriters, especially that rely on performing, uh, since no one's really buying music anymore. But uh, it's also like, you know, the thing I'm missing most is kind of that human connection, you know, that ability to actually talk to folks before and after performances. And, you know, whether it's a small audience in a small place or, you know, getting the opportunity to perform in front of more people—you know—it's still that human connection that's always been my favorite part. So that's been really challenging. And I mean, I, I've heard some scary things. You know, as far as like, you know, not until fall of 2021 will we see live music truly be back. Um, but I would anticipate before that there to be live music in a certain way. Yes, and you know. I, I want to be out there as soon as it's safe for me to be out there. And you know, I'm going to try to do my best to keep listening to doctors and to people who listen to doctors more so than just the rabbit hole that is, you know, everybody on Facebook who's suddenly a, a doctor or
0: it's quite interesting. You know. I just, and I'll point this out right now, like who you like, but I just want to make it clear. This, this is a triumph motorcycle shirt. I don't want anybody missing the eye in my uh, shirt. Says Tri- oh. <laughs> triumph. I don't want anybody thinking uh, else. Uh, otherwise, uh, no, yeah. that makes sense. I heard the same thing uh, from, from, and those are from bloodthirsty people that'll do anything for a penny. So <laughs> I've, that's what I'm saying. Like, I hear from these people that like, yeah, the big boys aren't going to open up concerts until that time. And I was like, oh, that's scary because they will for sure open as soon as they can. So I don't know.
5: Absolutely. And, and I, you know, I, I suppose it's also a little bit daunting knowing that, when things do slowly reopen so many concerts that had been postponed you know looking to reschedule all at the same time as the stuff that would uh, already have been in Mm -hmm. you know in place on those calendars so we're going to see probably venues getting real creative with like matinee shows and early shows and late shows and you know suddenly it's going to be like a ton of live music which of course is a good thing but it's also kind of like you know that's a little intimidating as well (laughs) if you think about it that way It is, but maybe we'll is. see some, uh, you know, stadium level artists doing club tours, which could be really cool.
0: That would be fun. Yeah, you just get to see uh, you could see your favorites like Rascal Flatts at a, at a place the size of the old Creepy Girl, so that'd be fun. Yeah, right. I mean, that's that's what I'm talking about. So. Yeah, obviously, obviously, it's where where you're yeah. going. No, that that is a, a real thing that could happen. You could see people downshift just to get the shows under the belt. So. We'll see what uh, what happens on that note. Uh, Mark, we got one more song for you, if you, uh, if you don't mind. Uh, what, do you, uh, what do you have planned to close it out?
5: Well, uh, I was thinking I would do an old tune, an old Spitalfield tune to close things out. Um, and, and related to that, um, like I mentioned earlier that I'm doing these uh, different series of live streams uh, this month. So there is a, a live stream that is an all Spitalfield set. Um, so I'm I'm looking forward to that, and, and I'm, you know, I'm trying to do a, a mixture of songs that uh, folks want to hear, and then maybe some deeper cuts too. Not to say folks don't want to hear them, but some cuts that the band really didn't play very much live, or you know, didn't really see a lot of uh, stage time, if you will. So I think that'll be fun as well. I think but you can be... you can see all that stuff at you know my Facebook page, awesome. uh, Mark Rose, and then. Yeah, social media, Mr. Mark D. Rose, if you want to follow what I'm up to or whatever.
0: Make it happen, people. And uh, this one will uh, cheers uh, to our buddy Joey and Bobberinos. <gasps> <laughs> we'll close out yeah. the old Bobberinos uh, in Farmington. where we Somebody's
5: got to make a documentary on, on Bobberinos in Farmington.
0: I think Joey should. I think he should head that up and dump that gallons and gallons of passion that that man brings to everything. <laughs> yeah, lot, I mean, insane,
5: man. We're talking about a pizza place with a back patio that had Fall Out Boy perform there.
0: <laughs> those, are the, those are the days. 2002 or so in Farmington, Missouri with uh, Spittlefield and Fall Out Boy and I think Under Oath came through. A lot of great ones. So, <sighs> yeah. It'll live on forever. Shout out to Joey. Uh, Mark Rose, uh, ex-Spittlefield, he's got a song for us to close it out. Yeah. Well,
5: thanks everyone for tuning in. I'm gonna close out with a Spittlefield tune from Remember Right Now. This one's called Those Days You Felt
2: Alive. And now go take a walk inside your head so that I can see your thoughts. I'll try not to hold back what I'm thinking when you smile for your blue skies. For those times you felt alive breathing and softly. Release. I won't let you go. I think I know but you won't tell me got this figure out and then you I think I know but you won't tell me I think I know but you won't tell me got this figure out and then you Go and change it you go and change it. I think you nobody know, won't tell me. You got this figure out of it that you go and change it. You go and change it.
0: Mark Rose closing it out with a Spitalfield tune. Mark Rose music on Facebook. You can see him play more of those live on his page. Support Mark, support all the work that he's done. Mark, what a great way to uh, close out the show, man. Thank you so much for coming on. I, I really appreciate it. That was fantastic.
5: Oh, thank you for the invite, Chris. It was a lot of fun. Appreciate everybody. Please stay safe, stay healthy, and let's be in touch.
0: Mark, we'll see you soon, buddy. Thanks, man. All right. Mark Rose. Former Spittlefield lead singer, rocking it out for us. Please support Mark. He's a guy who's uh, who works his tail off, and he you don't always see that from people who get signed to a major label when they're nineteen. So uh, <laughs> I love that about Mark, and I like uh, seeing him succeed. So uh, Pat, Matt, great show today. Wonderful cocktails. Uh, we uh, we've done it again. What a great episode. Thank you guys so much.
3: No worries, man. Thank, Thank you.
0: Always a blast. Guys, follow us, uh, Instagram, Twitter, Thanks, all that me. good stuff. At We Are Live Radio, our friend Jim O'Hare and Mark Rose. What a blast. We're back next week live at oh. 4 p.m. Central. Get your bar, keep on, follow them, see all the, uh, the great stuff. Thanks, everybody.